Hello? Hello? CBT. Canadian Bros Talk. Live. Here. Now. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about hockey. We're Canadians. We get out on the pond every winter, skate around, shoot some pucks. So obviously the topic has to be the NHL for the first podcast. First podcast has to be about the NHL. Anyway, so so, Connor McDavid. Top player in the league. 58 points. To date. What do you think is really driving him and his team, which is second in the Scotia North Division? How do you think he is able to generate these points in the league and be one of the best players hockey has ever seen to this date? Well, obviously, Connor McDavid, very gifted guy, very talented. I think a big part of that comes with the training that he did when he was younger. And obviously, he's continued to work hard to become where he is today, being one of the, one of the, currently the top player in the NHL. And he has been an all-star since he's basically come into the league. I think it's his, his speed is something that really helps him in this game of hockey, especially today. It's all around speed more than hitting. Yeah, the game's definitely evolved quite a bit. Change. I think there's a lot less uh, goons out there. You got Tom Wilson, but, you know, that's about it. <laughs> got suspended. Um, I think I think his seven-game suspension actually was more based on uh, on his history with being a dangerous player like that. Yeah. You'd agree with that? I agree with that. And we got Leon Dreisaitl second right behind his teammate, right, Connor that's, McDavid. That's what I wanted to bring up. Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, both, like I said before, star players. Dynamic um, duo. Dynamic duo, as they're known around town. Uh, he is currently nine points behind Connor McDavid. Um, I feel like Leon Dreisaitl doesn't get enough attention for how good he is. I think that's because he's playing in the shadow of Connor McDavid. And yeah, he's same. basically the he, in my mind, he's the face of Edmonton. Yeah, and I feel like without Leon Dreisaitl, I don't think Connor McDavid would be where he is, even for fiftieth points. I mean, he'd obviously, like, he'd miss out on a couple goals and assists for sure because they are, they do have a special connection with each other on the ice, but I I do I do think he'd still be, what is he nine points ahead. Yeah. I I do believe he would still be on the top of the league, but I think the gap would just be, like, by one or two. Yeah. Anyways, and then third, we have Patrick Kane, the beauty himself, best hands in the leagues, I have to say. He's been good his whole NHL career, and the fact that he's getting older and he's still putting up these points is pretty nice to see. Well, I mean, if we look, if we look down, the next the next top player for Chicago would be is uh, Alex Debrincat. Debrincat, Alex Debrincat. If if you're listening to this, we don't know how to say your name. <laughs> we do apologize. Anyways, yeah, he's he, in fifteenth place, which is not terrible. But when you look at the fact that Chicago's sitting in the middle, but I mean when. When, uh, when, when, when your top player is number three 
on That's pretty good. Yeah, for the league, great. Now you'd kind of expect him to be placed a little bit higher. Would you agree? Yeah. Exactly. Like higher than fourth for sure. I mean, they're twelve points behind Carolina, which is a pretty big gap. That's a decent gap. That's a couple um, of games for sure. Columbus is right behind them, so they really have to play strong. Um, yeah. Let's talk about a team that um, is not doing very well. They got very unlucky this season. The Buffalo Sabers. Now they've been, they've been suffering with some injuries, and Jack Eichel, I believe, most currently, has been put on the IR. Got, he's out with an injury. I know that for sure. Yeah, they only have 16 points. I think that is the lowest in the whole league. I mean, they have good players like Jake Eichel, good Taylor Hall. You'd expect them to be a better team this season. Yes. Like last season, um, they did pretty well for what I know. And this season, just not looking good for them. Um, They're already halfway, over halfway through the season now, just barely. And at 16 points, I don't think they have a chance to get a playoff spot but what do you think yeah I think they're sad to say because they do have a decent amount of talent on their team but it does not seem like they're going to be able to turn it turn it around with the injuries that they've been having yeah and how about LA Kings personally my favorite team in the NHL um they're not having a horrible season they're doing better than I've expected they're their division is pretty close right now in the Honda West division. They are currently just under a playoff spot behind St. Louis, with who has 33 points, and LA Kings have 30. Uh, Anth Kopitar having a pretty good season. He's captain of the team, and he is leading their team with 34 points. And He's also tied for eighth place in the league. With a couple other people, but... Which is pretty good. Still not bad. What What is your take on them not having quick in net as much? Do you think that's just because he's having a bad season, or what do you think that's about? Well, I think he's starting to get older, and Peterson is really showing how he can play, and he's outperforming quick right now. Quick is out with an injury. I think he's yeah. returning. I think he returned. I'm not really sure yet. But right now they have Peterson as their starter, and I think that's the best for them right now. You know, yeah. quick, he's a good goalie. But, you know, sometimes he's kind of jumping all around. And he tries to play too flashy, I find. And Peterson looks really strong right now. He's controlling rebounds. And he's been, I think he's one of the big reasons LA's where they are right now. Yeah, and I think the fact that Quick was out, I think I think he is back now, I will add. I think the fact that he did get that extra amount of playing time has really kind of helped his confidence and, like, just be more better yeah it's given it's given him more time to get comfortable in the net i guess i'd i'd say because they were they, they were sharing games weren't yeah they? pretty much yeah They're back to back and then we calvin peterson he is currently in 23rd place for uh safe goals against average right now that is i think pretty good it's not the best at he's at a two point five four goals against average, which isn't horrible. Well, if you think about it, we're only sitting middle of the pack for their for their division. That's not that's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, 
How about let's talk about Alex Ovechkin? Um, uh, what was that? His last game, a couple games ago, he reached thirteen hundred points. I believe so. I believe so. Thirteen hundred. I mean, some some people. I mean, they've been debating it for a while, but he's now really been. He's now someone that people are really starting to look at more and more as this year goes on because it is a COVID season and he has been out with COVID once or twice already this season where he's been on protocol. So he missed out on a couple games. Breaking, and he's also breaking lots of milestones this season. He is obviously passing uh, Phil Esposito in goals. Or no, was it goals or points? I think it was goals. Passing him his last game, which is a big milestone for Alex Ovechkin. Oh, that's a big milestone for any player, really. Yeah, like he's he's engraved in history for sure. I'd say. As one, of, he's definitely the best goal scorer, one of or not the best goal scorer we've ever seen. Do you think he's well? Okay, go ahead. You're gonna have to bring up Wayne Gretzky if you're talking about. The, Best goal scorers, right? Exactly. That's what I was coming up with. Yeah. Do you think Alex Ovechkin is going to eventually pass Wayne Gretzky for the most goals scored? No. No? No. Really? Why? Why? Because this season. Yeah? This COVID season, like I said, he's already missed games because of COVID. Um, and those all those games you missed, like, that's big points where he could... Like, he could use those for sure. He needs, like, those points if he wants to pass, surpass Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Um, he only has, I think, 11 goals right now, which isn't the best. Um, but I think eventually, if he gets, like, even three or four more 50-goal seasons, I think he has a good chance of passing Wayne Gretzky, even if he doesn't get even a 30 point season um yeah i guess that's true but like i i still see this pandemic being around for probably one more year before everything goes like completely back to how it was and that may still affect the nhl and if players are still gonna have to be out with covid protocol i keep going back to that i don't think i don't know if it's possible for him to consistently get 50 goal seasons especially with he is getting older and still seems like he's playing in his prime which is pretty cool to see um he is 35 which is on the older end of the nhl to this day so That's definitely the upper half if he uh, the only way he'll ever get close to Wingreski is if he plays another five years of five good 50, years five good years of 50 goals yeah or more um well i mean if alex ovechkin had the choice i mean i'm sure he'd like to play the majority of the game but the way their power play is set up he just sits in his sweet spot and he hits those shots every single time yeah and that's one reason i feel like eventually he's not going to be scoring as many because i'd say a third of his goals come from the power play and at his sweet spot, now everyone's covering him, which is kind of a good strategy for the Capitals. Yeah. Taking away a man, but also bad for him. He might not get as many chances, but he is also helping out his team. Well, I mean, he still manages to get it done. Yeah. No matter what. Really. You can't leave him for one second or he's scoring. 
I think we covered everything for hockey, really, the major things. Yep. Do you want to move on to a different topic? Oh, yeah, what should that be? That's a great question. March Madness is coming around. We can talk about that. Yeah, it is around. It's around. Um, (laughs) Who do you think is going to take it? I mean, obviously, I don't think you've made a bracket yet or anything like that, but... Um... Honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, obviously Duke being one of, personally, I feel like one of the top teams consistently over the past couple of years. Yeah. That have been favorites, that or I believe Villanova tends to be up there. But I haven't... I haven't really looked at the teams this year that much. Uh, I will be making a bracket, and I'll let you guys know how that goes later on. Probably in the next one, or whatever. We'll see. But, who was number one there? We have Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Look at that. Home, 12-0. Away, 7-0. They are 26-0. Haven't lost a game. That, that is impressive to that's me. That's very impressive. A 26-game win streak. Now, who's in second place? Second place was Illinois. Illinois. 24 wins and 6 losses. With their biggest win streak being 8. That is not bad. They're doing really good. Well, I mean, I'd be happy with an 8-game win streak. Yeah, second place, they're sitting nice. But 26-game win streak, I don't even... Is that... I I think that's unheard of. Unheard of. Unheard of. Heard it now here, and they might not be slowing down. No I mean, way. when you're going 26-0, and you know every team is looking to win against you, especially for that reason. They want to stop that win streak, but you definitely think they're all going to be afraid. Oh, yeah. Because when your team's on a tear like that, I don't know. I don't know what the other team can do to possibly slow you down. Did you have anything else to add to that? Not, not really. I think that's good enough for the March Madness. Yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll keep talking about that later, but... When it gets to the finals, more exciting. Yeah. We'll be talking about that. Not too much to report for now. Um, now let's go on to... You want to go back to hockey? The WHL? Yeah, sure. WHL sounds nice. Obviously, the WHL is just starting up. There's quite a bit of divisions. Um... So in the U.S. division, we have Tri-City played one game with one win. So that's good. Um, let's go to the... Right. Why, don't, why don't I ask you this? There are many divisions. Let's just go through each of them and let's just... Who do you think will be placed number one in each? All right. So U.S. division. What team do you think is going to place first? Um... Obviously, Tri-City, always a super good team in the WHL. I feel like they always have a strong team. And there's also that, uh, what are they called? Everett Silver Tips. always think they're a pretty good team also. I think they have a really good chance of being in the top of, the, of their division this year. So you think they'd come up on top? Yeah, I think they'll, they'll come up on top for sure. Okay. And then... Well, I don't know if you want to talk about all of these, but... Let's just go to the ones that have played games this season. Oh, yeah, sure. So, because, yeah, this league has just started The here. Central Division. 
good division. Um, Edmonton. Edmonton. Madison Hats. And... Uh, what's that? Red Deer. Red Deer? Yeah. Who else is in there? Uh, I think that was all for that division, actually. Yeah, that's it. Just goes three again, once again. Three. And then, so... Hmm. If I had to take a guess, I'd, I'd just share this. I, I think Edmonton has always been a fairly good team. And... They are they have a super good start, even though it's only four games, but still four games, four wins. That's a very good start. A great start which to the shows, season. Which is foreshadowing how good they're gonna do I this think, season. I think so, I'd have to agree. Um and then we got the I think they'll be tearing it up this season. Hub center. Hub center. <laughs> what? Um oh, anyways. In this we got <laughs> Winnipeg. Uh, Moose Jaw and PA. Um, you know, obviously PA been a strong team these past couple of years. They've been doing very good. Um, but a lot Moose, better than they have been before, at least. Yeah, Moose Jaw is also a super good team. I do believe. I I think it'll be PA or Moose Jaw who comes in the top. So you're putting Winnipeg, Winnipeg as third. Yeah, that's just my. What do you think? I think I think Moostra's gonna take it over the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. And then the biggest div- the biggest division with well, six. That's just the wild card. Oh yeah. Oh. I don't think I don't think we need to go over those. Yeah, no wild card here. No wild card. It's too much. Um All right, let's move on to our next topic. Yeah, there wasn't too um, much. WHL is just starting up. Not really that much to talk about. They're, we will be talking about them more yeah. in the future. I don't believe there's really anything to talk about for point leaders because no. it is the start of the season and you, you know, can't 10, really 15 predict. games in, that'd yeah. be nice. You know, they do have a super late start to the season. It's really unusual. Compared to the NHL for sure. Yes. Because they are halfway um, through or just about. So how many games are, I think they're playing 20-some games this se- this season. If I have that correct, I apologize Not, if any of this information is wrong. Just you can contact us in the messages. Message us anything you want. Um, next topic. Well, we're gonna take a pause for the cause. Got to grab a pause drink, and we're gonna come back with our final subject of the day, and then we will end our first ever podcast, other than the trailer, of course. Alright, so the NBA, let's talk about that. Our final topic for today. So, in the Eastern Conference, we have 76ers. The 76ers. In first place with 28 wins, 13, lo- 13 lo- loss, can't speak. Um, Last 10 games, 8 and 2. That's pretty good. Um, they're also, they're tied. For first, actually, with the Nets, who also have 28 wins and 13 losses. And a slightly better last 10 games played with 9-1. and one. Yes, very strong. Um, the Bucks are also right behind them with 26 wins and 14 losses. That is the top three. But I will say, 
that the top five teams are fairly close with each other. Like if seven, seven more games between the 76ers and the Hawks, which I guess is a decent amount of wins. But when you look at the fact that all, have, the, all the top five teams are either eight and two for the last 10 games or nine and one. Yeah. It's very impressive. Like I believe if I believe if any of these teams stay hot for longer than the rest of them, they could easily place at the top of their conference. For sure. And they do have like I mean it's sorta of close until like ninth and lower. Obviously Pistons not anyone I feel like from ten and lower for sure don't really have a chance anymore. But anyone who's really ten and higher, they Still have a chance. Oh, they have a solid chance, I believe. Playoffs, for sure. And then we go on to the Western Conference. We have Jazz, first place, with 29 wins, 11 losses. Now, you'll notice that their last 10 games is only 5-5. Five and five. Which isn't the best, so... Well, we could, especially compared to the other conferences. Compared, yeah, especially compared to the, to the Nets. Nine wins and one loss in the past 10. That's really good. Then Lakers, second place. Are you surprised by that? No. LeBron... James. Let's talk about LeBron James. LeBron James. What can you say about the man? He gets it done. He gets it done is right. Um, he's obviously, I think, for sure in the top three best players ever. All time? All time. You're going to put him top three? I think so. There's Kobe. I think the people to compare him against would any, be Kobe and any Michael Any specific Jordan. order for those? Uh, not really, but... Honestly, I think by the time LeBron James retires, he's going to be better than Kobe, in my eyes. I mean, when you're comparing Kobe to LeBron, it's it's always hard to compare players unless they're from the same era. And I guess they are. They, they did. They have, they have played quite a bit together. But I'm just talking about for LeBron and Michael, Michael. Jordan. Yeah, especially them. Like, um, the game has changed so much since they played that it's almost it's almost impossible to debate who's better, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, career games. Is that what that is? Yep. Career games. Cole, uh, LeBron James, sorry about that, has played 1,305. Um, average, no. Yeah, his average points. His average points per game was 27. In his career, and this season it's twenty five point eight, which is pretty close. That's, That's not even I'd say one on basket. Par um, with what he's definitely capable of, his rebounds. He's doing better on rebounds this season so far than he has over his average career, by about half. Yeah, eight point one average right now for rebounds, and then assists. His career is 7.4. Not bad. But then, right now, he's doing better even with an 8.8. Let's just say 8. Yeah, 8.0. Yeah, 8.0. So you think... Well, he's obviously going to retire in the Hall of Fame as as one of the best. One of the best. Now, we we might debate... Debate that. The different stats between him and other players in the future, but I think we've covered everything for today. Um, do we want to end off with just one prediction? Let's one prediction for... Prediction of the night for, let's go, Kings in Vegas. Oh, back to the NHL? Back to the NHL, yeah. Back All to right. the NHL. Um, 
That's the Kings in Vegas. LA and Vegas. So, we got... I'm just going to say right off the start, before you even bring up any stats, I think Vegas takes the win. I mean, honestly, even though LA is my favorite team, Vegas has a very strong team. Uh, Mark Stone, obviously killing it. Uh, even Max Pacioretty. Yeah. And very, very solid players. They, they got are going. first, and LA is, what is that? Fifth. Fifth. So there's pretty big gap in points also. Vegas has 41. LA has 30. Um, so overall, I think Vegas takes this. And I'd have to agree. Anyways. I guess we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, tomorrow on our podcast, we will talk about that game and see see how things went. Among other things. Among other things, obviously, yes. And I think that's I it. I do think if the Kings win this game, that'd be a very good confidence boost for them just because Vegas isn't first. I think that'd be an awesome, good game. They have two games against them in a row. So I think if they win this, that'd be good momentum for the next one. I'd have to agree with that. Well, I think that ends off this podcast. I think so. Well, uh, see you guys in the next one. Yes.